Hello and welcome to another episode of Bonsai Stuff Podcast. It's me, Scott Martin from Bonsai Matsu here in sunny Melbourne, Australia, Victoria. Um, hope you're enjoying this time of year wherever you are. Here we've, um, we've had a bit of a slow start to our spring. Uh, it's now uh, end of October, start of November and to be honest it's been quite a cool start for the last month with, uh, with things sort of getting started then stopping, getting started then stopping and then lately we've had a bit of a bit of a burst, a bit of a run, and now we're we're looking like we've got day after day into the the low to mid thirties, which is which is nice. Uh, warm nights coming on too, so a lot of our ficus and figs are, are starting to to kick off and and produce some new growth, which is nice. Everything's well and truly awake, and uh, to be honest, it's hard to sleep at night with the sound of the trees growing. It's um it's all happening pretty fast, which means if your scissors aren't uh, aren't sharp and ready to go now, then you might you might miss the boat. That um, that growth can can take off quite quickly. I was saying on the weekend that uh, to to a, to a group of people that one of the downsides to fertilising your trees is that you've got a lot of growth to deal with, and that's that's definitely where we're at at the moment. It seems to be um, if there's one branch, there's there's ten, and they're they're sort of growing at a rapid rate of knots. So if you've got a developed tree, then you've uh, you've got to be on it. You're a fine tree. You've got to you've got to think about it a little bit differently. So um, I thought today's podcast would focus on on spring and um, really what I focus on when uh, when it comes to spring being successful for for me with with bonsai. And I I want to go through a list of six sort of steps. That, uh, that I follow. I was working on some trees and I had a class coming up and I had to go through and explain things. I thought, well, how do I how do I put pen to paper and explain exactly what I'm doing? And that's what I've done. So I thought I'd just share that with, uh, with you guys as well. Okay, so for me to uh, tick off that spring has been a success means that I need to take a step in the right direction. Um, and what that is, Depends. Depends on the tree. Depends on the stage of its development. Depends on a lot of things. But my my steps that I go through, the very first thing. So step number one for steps to success in spring. Step number one is a health assessment of your tree. Is the tree healthy before you do anything? Before you think about wiring. Before you think about fertilising. Before you think about absolutely anything to do with that tree. Have a look at it and assess. Is the tree healthy enough? Because if the health, tree's health isn't where it should be, then you need to stop and you need to make up, make that your primary focus, and that's it. Nothing else. Don't think about developing branches. Don't think about taper. Don't think about anything. Don't think about leaf size, needle size, ramification, whatever it is. Think about the health of the tree and how you can improve that tree's health. So some of the things that you can look at, you know, obviously. Uh, Spring's here, so we've got some new growth coming. Is the growth shot out, like shot away from the tree? Has it, is, it, is the growth vigorous and healthy, and does it look a beautiful color? Or is it a little bit limp? Is maybe only one or two leaves come out, and then the tree's stopped? That's really you know a good indicator that something's not right. If the tree doesn't have the built-up reserves or the strength to have a good flush of growth when spring first starts, then you may find that it's it pushes out a little bit, 
but then stops. So any work that you do to that tree that, you know, let's say, for instance, you know, there's minor breakage or damage or whatever it is, the tree might not have the strength there to help repair, to, to mend. Or if you cut things off, we'll have the strength to grow again. So um, the health assessment is, is first and foremost and should be number one on, on the list. Okay, so then on to number two. Before you put a pair of scissors on any part of that tree, before you cut anything off, before you wire and shape anything, ask yourself a simple question. Is the tree in either A, development, or B, refinement? Or C, development and refinement? All right, so I'll go through those bit by bit. So tree and development, that's easy. So you've got a tree that is uh, maybe needing branching structure, might need taper, might need a sacrifice branch, whatever it is. It's a tree that's being developed, so it's still growing. It's not ready for the refinement, the ramification stage. It's not ready to start having a lot of heavy pruning work done on it. You'll then prune that very differently. If you're growing branches on a tree, on a young tree, then as soon as you put scissors to a branch, it stops growing, which means it stops thickening. Now, as we work up our tree, going from the bottom, the base of the tree, up the tree, the lower branches should be thicker than the top trees. So by pruning a lower branch to try and develop branching structure before it's thickened to its adequate thickness to be in proportion with the tree, to make it look realistic, to make it feel like it's a proper tree, pruning it too early means that that branch isn't going to get any thicker. So also in on, on the flip of it, if you've got a branch at the apex of the tree, that you allow to grow without being checked, without being pruned, that will get thick quite quickly. Obviously the apex is normally the strongest part of the tree. So by allowing it to freely grow at the at the apex, means that's gonna thicken quite quickly. And if you've got branches down low that are thin and you've got branches at the apex that are quite thick, then you're gonna be in the reverse position of where you'd like to be. So that's where we get to the trees in refinement. So you've developed the trunk, the trunk's got beautiful taper, primary branches are there, secondary branches are there, you're onto the tertiary branches now to try and give us that nice thickening of the twiggy growth that we want on our, on our bonsai as they develop and as they start to, start to mature. That means that you've got to be on them almost every day. So as you've got, for instance, a, a, a Japanese maple, as it's growing and it's in the refinement stage, as soon as that growth starts to pop its little head out, you need to be out there pruning it away. I use nice, sharp, very fine pointed little tweezers to take out the new growth as soon as it pops out because I don't want that internode getting longer. I don't want the, the branches getting longer and getting stronger and getting thicker. I want them to stay exactly where they are. All I want is further fine twigging branching to give me the fine ramification that I want. So, by missing a day, missing a couple of days of that pruning at that very early stage, as soon as spring starts, means that I can possibly ruin fine, delicate branching on that tree. And when it comes time for pruning and you know, winter silhouettes here, and I have a look at the tree and it's got very thick, knobby growth because I didn't prune it quick enough, that means I've got to then go and remove that thicker growth to get to the fine twig branching that I want for my ramification. So. Refinement can be a lot of work. Then you get to the part C, which is the development and refinement, which is which is probably where the vast majority of your trees are going to be. 
you know you're going to be wanting to prune the apex as i said a little bit earlier so that's going to the apex on the trees will get into the refinement stage a lot sooner than what your branches will further down because the branches will need to grow will need to thicken so therefore they're going to be allowed to develop and you may have sacrifices coming off those branches it might be that you you're allowing uh, rampant growth there to to encourage further back budding um maybe further back down the branch so then you can remove part of that branch to rebuild it whatever it is you're going to have the apex being pruned pretty quickly and the lower branches being left and allowed to develop so moving forward to the next thing step number three that i thought of, that i think personally is important for for my trees in in spring is okay so we've looked at the health we've looked at development we've looked at refinement the third thing that we've got to look at is structural improvement so every time that you you make a cut to your tree or you you put that tree on that bench in front of you you have to have it where that tree takes a step forward you need to improve that structure no matter what stage it's at every tree you know i've talked about it before we're not we're not dealing with clay we're not dealing with a static medium we're living we're, we're dealing with something that's living and evolving every single day so even if you look at that tree last week and you go that is perfect that's exactly where, where i want it to be this week it's changed it's grown so think forward on the tree try and try and look at the structure of that tree look for where you have flaws look at what can be removed or what can be replaced or what can be made better than what it is you know maybe there's a branch that needs wiring maybe there's something that needs pruning back maybe an internode's too long and there's a pair of buds further back on that branch always look at improving the structure of that tree so then going on to the next part step number four is a what i call the plan okay how are you going to tackle the work now you've focused on development refinement you've ticked off on the health you looked at the structure improvement yep okay okay what's my plan of attack how do i do this that's quite simple you know it's okay i'm going to focus on refinement first so prune the apex secondly i'm going to then start working on growing the lower branches all right so if i'm going to grow the lower branches what do i need to do with that all right so then i'm going to feed the tree i'm going to do this with the tree i'm going to rotate it i'm going to put it in this position the branches are going to get quite long so it's going to need more room on the bench whatever it is develop the plan in your mind of how you're going to tackle that work then get into the process start the work so you've thought about what needs to be done you've come up with a plan on how you're going to do it then get into the process so the process is the pruning branch cutters wires wiring whatever it is just that's the that's almost the last step that you need to focus on for spring now the very last step that i work on once i've done all this work so i've i've assessed the health looked at the development refinement i've made structural improvements come with a plan of how i'm going to do the work i've got the process in place for how i'm going to do the work and i've done the work so everything's done sitting back patting myself on the back thinking this is great looks good last thing you gotta think of what's the next step because this is going to change again next time it, it, you turn around and look at that tree you're walking through having a a cup of coffee you're gonna go wow okay that's grown that's grown hopefully it's to do with the plan hopefully things have progressed as you've thought they would but if it hasn't it's not the end of the world it just means that you need to then work on what the next step is but in your mind and when you work on these trees it's important for me to know okay well next time that tree comes into the workshop or goes onto the bench this is the next step 
You know, it might be removing sacrifice branches. It might be thinning out the apex. It might be bringing the apex back into line because it's suddenly got too broad and looks more like an umbrella than, than an, uh, uh, the apex that I want on my tree, which is a bit narrower in a, in a refined line. Whatever it is, you just need to always think about that next step because it's not static. It's going to go on and on. And you need to prioritize. You need to prioritize the work. So as you're going through thinking about all these things, you know, your processes, your your next step, all the rest of it, prioritize the work. Might not have to get all done in one hit. You might not have time to do it all in one hit, but you certainly need to prioritize what it is that needs to be done. Dropping coins in a wishing well. Oh, I just want to paint a picture for you. It's about ten past nine on a Wednesday night. I'm standing in my workshop. I've set up for the podcast. I've got branches cut on the ground all around me. I've got some soil on the ground from where I've been repotting some Australian natives. Uh, things are a bit messy in the workshop. Tools are all over the place. It's like organised chaos. But I tell you, bonsai life is good life. It's uh, it's such an enjoyable thing doing bonsai, and you know it's still still nice to get a kick out of it. Almost every tree that I work on, I don't it doesn't matter if it's my tree or or customers or, or whatever it is, I still get a buzz. You know, whether it's a young a young tree or it's a, an old developed tree that I've been working on for years and years. I still get that same feeling of, of gratitude and and enjoyment. Um, I'm, I'm I'm grateful to be um, be in the position I am where I I can work my bonsai. I think that it's important that when you do work on your bonsai that you commit yourself to them. What I mean by that is if you know spring is here and there's a lot of growth and we talk about pruning and, and management of, of the growth. And there's lots to do with fertilizing and bugs and you know pests and disease and there's all these things to do. But when you do get time to put a tree on your bench and you sit down with your scissors, don't rush it. If you don't have the time to do it, then leave it. Come back another time. Bonsai is not a chore. Bonsai is not something where you need to to allocate time in your schedule to work on it. It's nice if you can just draw a breath work on it, enjoy, lose yourself a little bit, zone out from everything and just disconnect because that's when you're going to get the most out of it and that's when you're going to do good work and accurate work on your trees. Bonsai, I, I feel that bonsai is really important in in your life. You know, there's, there's been an instant, instance recently where um, with someone in, in the bonsai world um, passed away and it was, it's very sad like it's very 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 sad and it's even sadder for those um, immediately involved but I think that bonsai community is is very strong like any like any group um, you know there's there's always characters involved in it but from my opinion is that bonsai brings out the best in people it doesn't bring out a nasty um, competitive or destructive edge to people it brings out the best in people and it seems that people like to share information and and share stories and and when someone needs 
arms wrapped around them. The bonsai community seems to do that from from far and wide, and it's it's nice to know. But it's also reassuring being part of that bonsai community to know that you know things things fall over for whatever reason. Hopefully, there's someone there with a hand out to say, "Hey, can I can I help?" Because um, you know it's it's what I like to do, and I I know that there's reciprocation there from from a, from a wider community. So you know the the podcast is 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 amazing me like it really does it amazes me every single time i get an email or a message from someone saying you know i'm from i'm from iran i'm from argentina i'm from wherever i'm from just down the road from where you are it's it's very um it's very nice very enjoyable and i and i love to i love to know how the world is connected in in such a positive vein it's easy in and it's time to, to focus on negatives, but it's so lovely to have something positive that we all share that's common. Um, and it's, it's, it's like I said, bonsai, bonsai life is good life. And it, you don't need to be a professional working in it 24-7. You can, you can be a hobbyist that, that has a collection of, of five trees that, that enjoys it just as much as, as what I do. You don't need to have, you know, million-dollar trees sitting on your bench to, to get an absolute tickle inside your stomach when you're when you're working on on trees and you're pruning it's that's that's been proven to me time and time and time again it's it's great you know bonsai the bonsai connection around the world is 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 far and wide and it's it's very good very enjoyable now this is the 11th podcast i think that i've that i've put together uh and the way I feel now, it certainly won't be uh, won't be the last. But I've talked uh, a bit about fertilising your trees and healthy trees and all that sort of stuff. And I just want to talk about what I call the thin red line of bonsai. The the health of your tree is something which you just cannot take for granted. Doesn't matter what stage it's at, refinement, development. Doesn't matter how old it is, whether it's you know twelve months old or it's. 100 years old it makes no difference the thin red line of bonsai is what i call the tipping point where something minor relatively minor in the in the tree's life can cause it to to fall over in a way that cannot be fixed and that is the worst thing that anyone that enjoys bonsai can ever experience is when you have a tree that's in your care that's your responsibility that has suddenly gone to the other side because being blunt it's something that you haven't done it's easy to put your finger on put, put finger of blame onto you know it's a 40 degree day it's you know i couldn't water my trees i was at work or whatever it is but thin red line of bonsai is very simply the the last straw the straw that breaks the camel's back before the tree says that's it i've had enough so with that in mind we're in a really good time of year now to to repair the, the ghosts of winter pass, you know, mistakes you've made, as I said last podcast, they all get wiped clean when spring comes around, which is lovely. So use that time now to build, start a, start a basis. No matter where your tree is at in its development or its health, it can always get better. So look at your feeding regime, look at the positioning of your trees, look at the watering of your trees, ensure they're getting enough air circulation. If you didn't repot them when you should have repotted them, in the in you know july august gone by then you need to make plans now before we get into the really hot weather the consistently hot dry weather that we get in melbourne 
to make sure that your tree is going to survive that that period. Not repotting the trees when they should have been repotted is one of the major causes for issues with your bonsai because they will not be able to absorb water as efficiently. The root ball will become almost uh, almost repellent of water and you need to really make sure that you take steps now to help the tree get through that phase. My approach is to take a chopstick or a, a Phillips head screwdriver, something like that, gently put into the root ball near the core and gently lever that left and right, backwards and forwards, just to open up the root ball just a little bit without disturbing the entire mass of the roots. That allows water to get in there, allows air to get in there, gives the roots some space to grow and allows them to, to possibly get through, limp across the line until you can repot at the correct time next year. I personally don't recommend repotting at the wrong time of year because if you've got a tree that's on this thin red line that we've talked about, then repotting it could be the thing that tips it over the edge. And it's really something you need to have in the back of your mind that if you do have a tree that is not well, that isn't healthy, when you do your spring assessment and you suddenly go, that doesn't look good. And you can tell when a tree's not good. You can look at it and go, yeah, that's not right. Then you need to stop and come up with a plan of, of how to how to fix that, how to improve the trees, the tree's health. So another thing that, um, that I've, I've uh, come together with lately is um, something, a concept that I call the Australian Bonsai Crew. That's all of us, anyone in Australia, worldwide too, but, but really for us in Australia, the Australian Bonsai Crew, it's a connection that we all have. Um, you don't need a special uh, tattoo to be part of this club. You don't need a special tree. You don't need to be part of a special club. It's just us. We share it inherently because of because of who we are, the conditions that our trees grow in. I know it varies drastically from state to state around Australia, even suburb to suburb around around Australia. It changes very quickly, but we're all united doing bonsai together, and I think that's why the bonsai clubs and the overall governing bodies of the bonsai clubs all do so well here because. We're all joined together from this inherent love of little trees. As I've talked about before, I think it's I think it's great. So, yeah, you're all part of the Australian Bonsai Crew. I hereby <laughs> announce that you guys, anyone listening to this, inside Australia and outside of Australia, you're all part of the Australian Bonsai Crew. So there you go. All right, so until next time, keep your scissors sharp, keep your wiring neat, focus on what you do, take into consideration the health of your trees, enjoy spring it only comes around once a year while it's here enjoy it enjoy the lovely color yes there's lots of work to be done but geez it's fun doing it so get into it until next time please get in touch with me if you need to um, or if you'd like to via instagram facebook or via the website bonzomatsu.com it's been my pleasure again as always thank you for listening i'm not sure why you do but i'm really really glad you do and and please reach out if you if you ever need um to say good day or or ask, ask me of anything, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to be involved. So thank you very much. Until next time, good bonzo.